your workout of the day is 120.5. It's for time, 120 wall balls, 120 sit-ups, and you partition it anyway. That's a brilliant workout name. Just came up with 120. it. 120.5. <laughs> <laughs> um, so 120 wall balls is clearly for 20.5. It is 100% prep for that. Yeah. And why sit-ups with it as well then? In 20.5, we've got rowing and we've got muscle-ups. And we've been doing a lot of work on those things separately. So this, I think, was a good opportunity to do uh, some work on the midline strength. It'll help with our kipping. Yeah. Uh, and then also, I wanted to put a movement with the wall ball, so you, it's only one other movement, so mm. you have to get back to it more regularly. But then it's also not going to affect it too much. Yeah. Like, you can do sit-ups and go back to wall balls, and your legs and shoulders are probably going to be okay. Mm. Uh, so I wanted to just have that mix. So keep the focus on the wall ball, see how quickly you can get through them. Nice. Um, I remember when I first seen this workout, like maybe well, a week and a half, two weeks ago, and it was before we did that crazy Monday workout last week, the squats and the wall ball squats. Yep. And I, I have this feeling that my legs are just going to be able to do a little bit more now, which I imagine was your attention behind it all. Yeah, that's that's a great shout. That workout was what I, I had in my mind this morning when I was thinking about this one. Yeah. I knew we were coming in to talk about this. And it was awful on the Monday, way more awful on the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. <laughs> but now we have legs yeah. that are capable of more. more capable. And I think this is a good opportunity to reframe wall balls for yourself because we all have an historical frame of reference. Like we... We remember what wall balls were like at a certain point, but you're getting way better at them now, yeah. even if we're not doing them all the time. But we're doing things to improve the wall balls yeah. in most classes at this point. So wall balls are going to be easier and you have to get yourself into that headspace with it and not being so, so intimidated. So you can go out and yeah, attack the workout with a bit more adventurous strategy. Maybe. Yeah, I was just about to say, would it be worth <clears throat> maybe trying to intentionally go a little bit higher than you think you might go come 20.5 so if you had say i know 10 rounds in your head of 12 reps for 20.5 would you be as well trying to do say like 15s or even 16s or 20s today just to see what you have in you to then build more confidence coming up to that workout i think that's probably it's probably a good approach to yeah. just test yourself a bit but i think the thing you don't want is to go out so hot that you've no good information by the end. So if you start yeah. off 15s and ends up on ones and somewhere in the middle, it went down to fives and then it went down to threes and then, and you don't quite know yeah. where to start then on 20.5. You've no good usable information. So I would suggest maybe try and set yourself a floor. And we've been talking about setting a wall ball yes. floor recently. We did sets of six in one workout where you can get the whole sixes and, and we did nines, nines recently. And if you say, I'm going to start off on 15s, but six is my floor, for instance, then you can gradually reduce your sets down, but say, I'm not going lower than a certain number yeah. that you think will be a good number for you, no matter how tired you are, you could probably do. And then you can start off a bit more adventurous, but then you say, I'm not allowing that to happen. So I might have to rest a bit more before I pick it up to make sure I can get the eight or the six, whatever that number is. So at least you come away with saying, I know I can do that amount no matter what. So what about the sit-ups then? How should we approach how should we be approaching them? Or are they just like a secondary part to the workout? They are secondary, but we want to make sure we get the value. So make sure you're doing a sit-up. I mean that sounds a bit <laughs> sounds shit, doesn't it? So yeah. sorry. Make sure that you're doing 
the movement of your spine. So you're going from an arch to a hollow so that you're separating rib cage from pelvis and the front of your body at the very bottom of each sit up and using your abs to crunch upwards. Really important because we can avoid it and still get go from lying down to sitting up. Uh, so if you do it well, if you use your abs and you go arch to hollow, you should avoid getting that awful scratching your butt off the floor every time and walk away with a sore butt for three or four days as well. So if you end up there, um, it's probably a good indicator that you're using too much momentum and not enough strength. So um, if you just get a bit more controlled about the shapes of the sit-up, you'll get better and you'll avoid the awful pain. Mm -hmm.